What's up, everybody? It's Tommy T, my beautiful wife, Artika. We're back once again with August Love Story, the podcast. Um, today, we are talking about... That Rona. <laughs> what? That, that Rona. Rona. That Rona. Um, today, we're talking about relationships, the effect of... Coronavirus. Coronavirus on, on your relationship um, with your spouse, girlfriend, boyfriend. Um, friends, period. Mm-hmm. So um, let's jump right into it, man. What has been the, I guess, the effect for you? Like, what what are some of the positives that you saw? Let's start there. <laughs> um, I blinked really hard because yeah. I'm trying to find a positive. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so I'll give a positive. Um, and it's not from my standpoint, but I feel like it's from your standpoint. No, give it from your standpoint. No, no, no. I mean, this is something that's positive for our family. Okay. But I'm saying it's from your standpoint. Because of um, COVID-19, you have been in the home more than normal. So you've gotten to experience a lot more of Lily's first than you would have any other time in life. Yeah. Because um, with your job, sending you guys to work from home, um, you were able to watch her take her first steps, teach her how to clap, you know, little things like that, that are not necessarily things that would have happened on a day-to-day basis had you been in the office. For me, um, in that same vein, I've had more help during the day. Like even when I'm at work, I can at least bring her up front with you and say, hey, can you get her for like 30 minutes? Let me just finish what I'm doing and I'll be off in a few minutes. So like for that, like I think that it helps us have the balance that we didn't have with just me being home with her by myself all day Mm -hmm. until you got off work four or five o'clock. I got you. Um, I guess... On the flip side of that, with the negative, I'm tired of being in the house. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's not that I went so many places before coronavirus, but it's like, it's now an ordeal to leave the house. It's like, do I have my mask? Do I have hand sanitizer? Do I have Clorox wipes? Like, I have a list of things. And then it used to be where, um, Lily and I, like, I would pack her up and we would go and browse stores for like an hour. We don't do that because I'm not taking her out. Like, even if it's not, and I still don't know the science behind this, which is why I'm against doing it. Even if it's not, quote unquote, as detrimental to babies, Mm. she could then expose us and we don't know what it would do to us. So it's just like, I'm just leaving her home. I'm putting on my mask. And we move on. So I guess on both sides of it, like I like you here, but I also want to get away from everybody and go to like do things. And I can't. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, uh, like you said, the positive one positive for me was that um, I get to be at home um, to see those things, Mm -hmm. you know, um, quote unquote, um, family time. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I get to spend more time with you guys rather than being out and about um, at work and everything. Um, another positive, it allowed me to do more things that I I had been planning to do. 
you know, like accomplish more things that I've been mm-hmm. trying to accomplish because I cut out an hour. Of, you lose uh, your commute. Yeah, I don't have to commute. I don't have to put as much gas in my car as I did. The maintenance on my car has went down. The insurance the, has gone down. Yeah. <laughs> Not enough. Right, right, right. Progressive. But, um, <laughs> you know, those things, those things are positive to me. Um, the biggest thing was being able to see Lily, you know, take her first steps and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So those were huge for me. One of the, one of the negatives that I always think about is I know how you are with I want to be alone mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And it's I I always knew why you like that, mm-hmm. but it's like more so now of it's harder to give me that. Yeah, it's harder to give you that. And it's even it's, harder now that she like like moves around, navigates the house. Like right. if you leave her for too long, yeah. no matter who you are, she's coming to look for you. Yeah. So it, it's like even harder now. Um, just to give you the time and the space that you need. And then just also me taking the space that I need, Mm -hmm. you know, not realizing like, hey, I do need some space or, hey, I do want to do this Mm -hmm. and just being my own element and Mm -hmm. being able to do that. Um, There's no time to miss each other. Right. Because we're always here and and just trying to figure out how to how to like manage that, Mm -hmm. you know, has been a, a negative. I mean, like we've been doing it. Um, the best way we know how, but um, like just leaving you alone, it feels good sometimes. Mm-hmm. And being left alone feels good Amazing. sometimes. You know, <laughs> you know, it's it's like you know being told like, "Hey, I'm gonna go back here and do this." All right, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Or you know, or I'm in my office doing something, mm-hmm. trying to figure out something or learn something. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, um, especially now that I'm, I'm finished with school, it's like. Leave me alone. Let me go to my devices mm-hmm. and figure out some other stuff. Or... Like nap time is like golden. <laughs> like everybody in the house is happy. Like Lily's asleep. Yeah. I can study. Tommy can do whatever yeah. he's doing. And um, now we've added a new person into the fold because we have our oldest niece here as well. Yeah. So like even if it's not nap time, like when she's done with school, we get to, um, cause she's doing virtual school with us. Lily gets to have like a buffer between yeah. us. Like, and she like truly enjoys being a big cousin to her. So it's like, we have a new element, but it, it works. Like it helps to, um, to increase everybody's level of happiness in the house <laughs> for lack of better words. Yeah. So, so yeah, go ahead. Oh, um, but yeah, so it, it's it's a it's a whole different dynamic of how we have been able to like muscle through this whole pandemic and isolation and, and mm-hmm. quarantine and all that stuff. Um, we've seen a lot of couples have went through breakups and 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 transitions, transitions, and all these things. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of the effects? That you feel could like like for us, it was certain things that we did or are doing. Like we get frustrated with each other. I get frustrated with her all the time. She gets frustrated with me all the time. But what are some of the things that you feel was helpful to us that could be helpful to somebody else? I think being able to like verbalize 
I need time away from you. Like, and not you as the person, but like everyone. Like being able to say that to your spouse or your mate and actually being able to utilize that time alone because we don't realize how much the pandemic has truly impacted our alone time. Um, it's definitely brought people together because you have nowhere to go. Right. But that's also like, that's a gift and a curse because the gift is, yeah, we get to spend time together. The curse is, oh, we're always together. So it's like, for me, um, us being able to create spaces for each other to um, basically be ourselves, like be a separate self yeah. has been very convenient. Like, unfortunately, my separate self is in multiple rooms of the house right now because we've had to like readjust things like putting my business in the dining room and my office in our bedroom. But it's just like maneuvering things has made it a lot easier for us to have the space that we need. And I think that when you spend too much time on top of each other, you don't get to utilize the full extent of yourself and who you are mm. because you're always thinking, well, what can I do to make it better for the other person? And you're never thinking about yourself yeah. and you have to think about yourself as a whole person, not as a couple. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, it makes total sense. Um, one thing I always thought about um, during this pandemic is mental health. Mm -hmm. You know, and how important it is to make sure your mental health is is in check, and and make sure you're talking to people um, about things and stuff like that. And like like I always tell people with this podcast, man, it's so it's so therapeutic to me because I get to get things off my chest, quote unquote. Like, cause I mean, I'm a I'm a kind of like a open book, I guess you can say. say. I don't think you keep things bottled in like yeah. you're very in your face with let me tell you how right, i feel right right i'm and, the one that keeps it bottled and, in. That, and that's the thing it's like it, it allows me to have somewhere to talk okay you know what i'm saying and um you know i'm talking to you about certain things that bothers me or certain things that i struggled with um like one of the big things for me during that throughout this whole pandemic is how do i make sure that I'm able to continue to take care of my family. Mm -hmm. Thank God I wasn't um, laid off or, you know, or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But that was always in the back of my, or still is, mm -hmm. always in the back of my mind. Like, you know, what will I do mm -hmm. if, you know, something, Lord forbid, something happens to my job? And I know that happens and, and puts a big major strain on the relationship because finances and, and dependency is so major mm -hmm. in the relationship. Um, those are some of the things that I thought about throughout this whole pandemic, just trying to stay, stay sane with that. You mm -hmm. know, those, those usually are, are my major concern is finances and making sure that we have everything we need. Yeah. Um, what were some, I guess we already talked about your concerns. Mm-hmm. But um <laughs> <laughs> like just trying to think about it, um, you know, because I hate I hate that, 
you know, you read about it and, and you hear people say, well, I got to get to know my kids or I have to get to know my kids mm-hmm. and my wife again and spending a lot of time with it. For me, it didn't like I enjoyed it and it was a it was a blessing for me to be able to do it. Um, I, I think that like going back to the I'm getting to know my kids and my wife, I feel like the pandemic is like the across the board version of being empty nesters. Yeah. Because, you know, like once your kids grow up and leave the house, you have to learn your spouse as a non parent. Right. Right. It's like you have to learn your family again and how they function, because. Like when you first got home, you completely interrupted me and Lily's routines. Yeah. <laughs> like we had ourselves together. We yeah. had things that we did, times that we did things. And it was just like you came in and she's like, oh, daddy's home. Mm-hmm. Let me go in here and see what daddy's doing. And that just kind of disrupted our routine. And we're still in transition of a routine but yeah. like you're involved in the transition of the routine now right. and it's going to be a little bit awkward when you go back into the office mm-hmm. full time again because we have developed a family routine that includes you yeah. during the day even though we try not I try not to take too much away from your work day you're still kind of ingrained in the routine you do don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. So, I mean, you when you look at it that way, it's just you have to, what's the word of the year? Pivot. Yeah, you got to pivot. <laughs> and when you pivot, yeah. you have to figure out how all of the things that you're doing impacts everyone in your household and how you can basically, in, like, keep everyone's feelings and their pathways involved in the plan, but make sure that you still serve yourself as well as the family as a unit. Right. Like that's, that's difficult. Yeah. Um, (laughs) It's kind of like, man, just because we are all social beings, like most human beings are social and uh, maybe, (laughs) and because of that, you know, you, you start to think about, like your outside friends and, mm-hmm. and wanting to see, because I long to go to the park and, and, and just chill out at the park or, or go over a friend's house and feel comfortable um, being there or, or just going to, to get a beer with somebody, mm-hmm. you know, um, that's eliminated. Yeah. Essentially. Like we've missed so many um, kids' birthday parties and like that's the core of where we would see our friends like at the top of the year because everybody's yeah. kids' birthdays with the exception of ours yeah. is at the top, at the top of, of the year. So like we missed a lot of that um, on top of missing the birthdays and those things like we can't just say, oh, hey, let's go grab brunch or you can't say, hey, let's go get a beer or Let's all meet up and take the kids to the park. Like, we just, we don't have that. And now a lot of people have become stir crazy with going and being in the house, but the pandemic hasn't gone anywhere. That's the part that bothers me the most. It's like, now we're tired of being in the house, but it's still not safe to be outside. Yeah. And or not outside, but amongst people. Amongst people, yeah. So it's like, do you go and meet up and 
wear a mask to the park because I'm not doing that. It's hot outside. <laughs> right. Or like people do social distancing in restaurants, but I'm not with that. Like I would do it if it was a patio setting maybe, but like if the illness is airborne, wouldn't the air conditioner unit circulate it back to me? Yeah. I, 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 would think I so. have a lot of questions and there hasn't been a lot of answers that are concrete and solid about coronavirus. So I'm just like, I'm just stay at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's it's been a real pull on the relationship. Um, you definitely have to dig deep mm-hmm. um, for strength and, and you definitely have to pray. And w- whatever you do, you have to find that time for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, these are some of the things that I pulled from. Um, but also be present. Yeah, that was, and that's another thing, man. Being present and being actively present um, in the family, you know, mm-hmm. um, participating in like some of the chores. Like it's, it's crazy, but it seems like we always have to watch something. Oh my God. I'm so sick of laundry. I'm so it's sick like of dishes. Something always. I'm needs sick to be of watched. the toys being in the living room. Like it's always <laughs> something to do, and it's yeah. like, dude, let's just be still. Yeah, like that's the crazy part. Didn't I the feel- Lord say do that? Be still. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so funny. It's it's like, man, we we constantly washing, we constantly cleaning up, mm-hmm. um, or needing to do those. Um, I know I love the. The uniform from working from home. Yeah. <laughs> the uniform is great. Well, so. I was, I've been working from home for almost two years at this point. Like we're coming up on two years total for me with being working from home. And I'm, I am genuinely happy now that people get it. Yeah. Because people used to talk so like negatively about how could you be late for work if you just got to go walk over to your desk? And it's like, it's not about the proximity of where your job is to where you are. It's literally about the, it's always there. Like it's always a routine and it's, and especially in this pandemic, it's so much harder to take mental health days. Like we would plan vacations and that would be our mental health escape because we would be worrying about doing something else. But now it's like, Oh, you take a few days off work. You're still at home. And that's a and that's another thing too. I'm glad you brought that up. This is my last thing about it. Okay. Um, <laughs> like Got working one more. <laughs> right, right. One more time. Um, working from home also kind of destroyed the work life balance. It has. Um, just because it's for me, it's always, well, let me log in real quick to do this. Mm-hmm. Or I just need to check this real quick. And especially with with you being salary. Right. And it's like, you know, when I when I have something I need to finish, mm-hmm. I work longer cuz it's been plenty of days I haven't worked <laughs> from 7 to 9. Like I'm not doing with that. a with an hour break. You know, just just constantly chipping away at stuff because I needed to get it done. Mm-hmm. Um and I was able to just be at home and get it done. Mm-hmm. Um I caught myself doing that yesterday though like I should have been done with work at one time and I work like an extra hour yeah. just to get things done because my company was like offering overtime and I was like, I might as well take the money yeah. 
and get things done that I can't finish during my normal work day because this is our um, peak season. So for me, it's just like we're very heavily ingrained in things. So sometimes I'm just like, okay, well, I'll give it 30 more minutes or let me give it another hour. And like you can't slow down that 30 more minutes or that extra hour. And it's like now you're adding in what you took away with the commute. It's yeah. like they getting it right back. You're just not getting paid for it. Right, right, right. So it's it's you know with that being said, man, it, it's definitely challenges throughout this whole pandemic mm-hmm. to you know work the relationship. So I understand where where some people have gotten divorced and separated, separated, and this pandemic has only amplified the issues that they had. So. My advice to everybody, if I can give some advice, is um, be upfront, be be direct with what you what you feeling, how you feeling with your with your significant other. It's okay to go outside and scream. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I mean, like it's, I haven't had to do it yet, but I wanted to. No, nah, but it, it's it's cool to be frustrated with what's going on. Just let your partner know, and I feel like that's some of the best advice is if your partner knows your partner knows how to react to the situation it's been it's i'm telling you it's been plenty of times where i've been so frustrated with with artika and lily that i just didn't say anything to nobody mm-hmm. you know and it's nothing and lily doesn't care yeah lily absolutely <laughs> does not care but you know and and you know, they didn't take a. I mean, Artika, I hope, didn't take offense to it. There's been plenty of times where Artika has just been like, forget it and just go on with her business. And I didn't take offense to it. But, you know, those, I feel like those have helped us the most mm-hmm. throughout this pandemic. Um, just being able to talk and be openly honest with each other. And we practiced that before this pandemic. And it's been, you know, I mean, I'm trying to think if it's gotten more brutally honest since the pandemic. I don't think so. No, nah, I don't no. think so. I ain't like nah. Like there's a, there's ways to to relay your message mm-hmm. without being. Well, I'm not saying being mean. Yeah. I'm just like cut throw. Like there's no let me hold your hand while I tell you. Like yeah. no, leave me alone. <laughs> right. No. I don't think it's got that bad yet, but I do know that I have moments where I'm like, oh, if he's saying one more thing to me. <laughs> nah, I, I, and it's like, I think I feel like both of us know when we need to leave each other alone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's like a, okay, you need to leave me alone now. No, nah, I, I just think both I've of us. I've had those moments though too. <laughs> I think both of us <laughs> just truly know like, let me chill on her. And because I mean, like most of the time, we I'm just playing a game or you know doing some little project, and you know she go about her business. We don't have to sit in each other's face like we do have family time. I appreciate that, but Mm -hmm. um, other than anything else, man, it's like man, just do your own thing, man. I'm here if you need me. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, did we have any listening letters for this week? Yes, we All actually right, let's get do. Into it. So if uh you have a listener letter, please send it to our August Love Story at gmail.com and we just may read it aloud on the show. So today's listener letter says I want to rephrase this, but I guess I'm just gonna read it how it is. If you were to inherit a home, would you tell your siblings? And then she goes in to explain it a little bit better. Uh, 
her um, mom has six kids and her grandmother is sick. Like she didn't state the illness, but she said her grandmother is sick and her grandmother has left her name in the will as the sole beneficiary of her home. Her siblings keep having family meetings um, and saying that we need to figure out what we're going to do with grandma's house. And she's quiet. What should she say to her siblings? Because she's the one that's going to inherit the house. But they all want to know what they're going to like, what they should be doing with the house as a family. That's a question. (laughs) That is a question. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> no, I mean, like, if she want to tell them, tell them, man. But like, it ain't nothing they can do. It's not. But I guess. Do you feel because bad? I didn't no, ask didn't. any additional <laughs> questions for it. I just had to summarize it because she made it very yeah. long and detailed. Yeah. But essentially, what she was saying was, how should she? At some point, she is going to have to tell them that she's right. the person that got the house because. When it's all said and done, she gets the house and they're going to all be trying to cash in right. on it in some way at right. the time of death. How do you approach that? I mean, you you like at the meeting. She probably shouldn't ask you that question. No, nah, she definitely shouldn't <laughs> ask me. But at the meeting, you just sit everybody down and you say, hey, um, mama get, giving me the house. Mm-hmm. That's the end of the story. Like, th- th- my thing is don't allow them to come up with this elaborate plan mm-hmm. to um like what some, they're going to do yeah, with the house. Yeah, like oh we're going to sell this or we you, re- yeah, you get 20,000, you get 20,000. Sell it for this much and they going to look into getting it appraised and all this stuff. No, I don't allow them to do that. Mm-hmm. Just be straight up be 100 with them and just be like, "Hey, mom going to give me the house. This is what I need. you don't even have to tell them what you plan to do with the house mm-hmm. because they're definitely going to ask. Mm-hmm. Um and then they're going to play on the strings of, <laughs> and this doesn't work for me at all, but they're going to play on the strings of, well, you know, all of us are here. We need to split it, blase this, blase that. I'm, I'm just like, <laughs> no, nah. no, nah, this is what she chose to it's do. It's funny because in so many ways, you're a big softy. But in so many ways, you're very like, nope, not doing that. <laughs> right. Like, no, why would I? I guess... This has never happened to me. And thank God that there's only two of us. And my brother and I are 50-50 on everything that my mom has. But um, when I look at things like that, I always look at why you were the one that was selected. Because there's a reason if there were six of you guys that you were the golden child. Are you the responsible child? Are you the child that um, was living with her? Are you the one that is going to need the home? Do you have the most uh, great grandkids? Because she said it was her grandmother. So are you the one with the most great grandkids? Like there has to be a reason that you were the person that was chosen. So I guess my conversation would be with everyone is, hey, Grandma made a will. I'll probably lie and be like, Grandma made a will. I haven't seen it, but she told me she filed it with an attorney. Let's just wait and see what happens. So you, <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah. Because that, that, would, that would cease the conversation. That would cease though. the conversation. But 
that would at the time of mm-hmm. because I always think about at the time of death. Mm-hmm. Emotions are high. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like having the conversation one time and not needing to have the conversation anymore. I, I'm too nice, but I think that's also because of my position within my family. Yeah, like I'm I am the baby. Yeah, of my like first cousins, and so if I need somebody to be mean, I just call a pit bull of a, yeah. of an older cousin. Like I have cousins that are not gonna let anybody say anything to me, brother, sister. other cousin or otherwise so you just get one of them as an ally and it's like hey like for us it's it's, if not i got you (laughs) for us it's it's different because it's like the way i look at i'm a very rational person like Mm -hmm. i was actually talking to my cousin about it he was like with with mama's house Mm -hmm. and he was like he was thinking about it but he couldn't be mean Mm -hmm. to me it was it's not a a sense of being mean or anything. It's a sense of business. And I, I think that the issue with business is that we don't do family business. Yeah. Like people, people like we have been taught as people of color to not deal with business as a family. Like we're very much so that's still your mama. Yeah, that's still like, your mom, grandma. Man, that's still your auntie. And it's like, we allow ourselves to be treated badly by family because that's still your family. Yeah. So I think that we have to remove that stigma. And maybe you are a good example of removing that stigma. I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like- trying, but I'm not a very good um, example of removing it. So take Tommy's approach. Not mine. <laughs> no, definitely. Uh, you know, it, it, like I always say to everybody, there's always a way to get your message across. Like you don't have to go in and be an a-hole <laughs> about it, but you definitely have to stand your ground. If this is for sure, if you're like, I already know I'm getting the house, mm-hmm. there's no need to for them to even plan Anything for your house, mm-hmm. you but know, you know people will. That they will, but and they will try to encourage you to do do other things. But if this house is for you, then like you make plans for. Oh, I got an idea. Or if you're like super nice person like me, and you just can't like tell them the truth, just like in the end, be like, "Look, I paid the taxes on the house; it's mine." No, <laughs> no, don't do that. Just you know, just have the conversation. I feel like it's it's the easiest thing to do, and you can what you can do is just have it separately with everybody. Like, hey, oh, like go to each, each your brother, person. and then your other brother, then your sister. Yeah. You go to each one separately, just so you know that. I mean, like, I would just rip the band aid off and just tell everybody at one time. So I don't have to keep having this. Send one group text message and then change your number. No, like <laughs> I don't have to. Like nothing has to change. That's the thing, man. It's like a lot of people always look at the situation or look at family stuff. Like, um, well, like you said, just steal your brother, just steal your mm-hmm. sister, just steal you need your to mama. help them. You know, you need to help them or whatnot. But like the way I look at it, I can't help anybody until I help myself. That's true. So, um. And they can't help me until they help themselves. You know what I'm saying? So listen to Tommy. Don't listen to me. Yeah, man. I'm just a bad to, person. Like hopefully, you know what I'm saying is 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 you can take something from it. 
Um, if you need to borrow him, <laughs> he can help you. I will. I will loan him for a day. Just let me know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, just I mean, like the best way to do things, especially when it comes to like business and acquiring assets and and you know your family and stuff mm-hmm. like that is to be direct with no question about anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I find that to be the best way or the best way that I've been able to deal with things because it's kind of like you know certain things are gonna happen and there it makes no sense to wait Act like it's not gonna happen. like being reactive to a situation. So um the best thing in that situation is to be proactive and say, hey, I know that she's gonna do this with the house. Mm-hmm. So um hopefully that helps. Um if not and I mean, Call use what you can, use what you, and don't use what you can. So. Comment below and tell me you need him. <laughs> and I got you. Um, as long as you're in the metro area. You're so crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's, the, what's the quote for the, for the episode, man? What we got? So in light of recent events, I chose a rapper who is uh, in the news right now. And um, I honestly chose a song of hers that you don't like. I'm like running through my head like, what? who's in the news? But anyway, go Megan ahead. Megan The Stallion. I like Megan The Stallion. I know you do. You was really listening to her. Uh, was that a mixtape or an album? That was her album. It was her album. Yeah. Like when it first came out, like yeah. you was on Meg yeah, a little bumping, tough. I was bumping that thing. Um, this is a song that you don't really care for. Oh, okay. Girls in the Hood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> but Megan says, I'm a hot girl. I do hot-ish. Spend his income on my outfit. I don't text quick because I ain't thirsty. These bees mad, mad. They want to hurt me. Hmm. Yeah. I guess Tori was the bee Stop. she was talking about. <laughs> I don't know who she was talking about. I don't um, think she was talking about Tori, but appropriate for current um, events. Well, there you have it, guys. Um, August Love Story, the podcast in a nutshell. This episode, throughout this pandemic, man, you guys have the conversations with each other. Take the time out to take time for yourself. Um, have family time. Do whatever you can. Do whatever you need to. Get your project. Do something to um, go outside and build a carburetor. Right. Do something to just make sure that you guys are okay. Um. Yeah, that's all I got. Ain't got no more? Nope. Please like this podcast if you are subscribed to one of the podcast streaming services. If you're viewing this on YouTube, please like the video, subscribe to our channel, and comment down below. Like, I really enjoy talking to you guys. Tommy does too, although I'm the one that's usually typing his responses because he just won't do that for some reason. Um, but please like it, share it, comment, subscribe. Our um, Instagram names are down below. Um, my name is Artika on Instagram. He is I am Tommy T the third D A not T H E. Um, August Love Story on Instagram. August Love Story on Facebook. As well as Tommy's other podcast is Speaker Geekers Podcast. And that is on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. And you can listen wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Oh, last but not least, Thursdays, we air our Married at First Sight reviews. So please don't forget to check those out as well. We're finally leaving the honeymoon and things are getting good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. So I'm done. You done? I'm done. That's my church announcements. All right, guys. We out, man. Peace. Bye.